Hello and welcome everyone. It's time to talk some sports again after a nice week off with not much to talk about. We got more to talk about this time. We're back for the weekly Walnut Sports Network podcast. On July the twenty sorry, June the twenty seventh. It's almost July. My well, birthday, few, Bob. Few days away, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Happy birthday, Bob. My name is Jason. That's Polly. How's it going, guys? And that's Ben. How's it going, everybody? And we're here to talk some sports again this week. We've got some baseball still going on. We got a College World Series just wrapped up. NBA news with the draft recently and free agency opening up soon. Polly, take us away. What's what's going on? All right. So we have some baseball to talk about. Uh, ben, you want to get us started on the uh, our weekly Brewers update, and then we can kind of run th- down the standings. Some yeah minor sure. changes happening in baseball. So yeah, I mean, <clears throat> again, the Brewers are in second right now in the Central, and uh, again, the hitting and hitting an OPS is in the bottom five right now ranked again, or you know against all major league teams so again it's always been the hitting it's always been the hitting broken record but um yeah they're playing this you know the they're playing the lonely Mets these last three days here won the first one just lost the second one so again just kind of floating in that you know around 500 right now uh they really need to get those bats going like i say every week uh Especially, you know, that division's still up in the air. Everyone's just kind of shuffled, you know, shuffling around, like at least Pittsburgh and the Brewers and now Cincinnati. So everyone's shuffling around. So it is, it is ours to win, but, again, it comes down to hitting and got to get that going. The pitching can only take us so far. Um, so I would just, you know, trade deadlines are coming up. Are we going to be buyers or sellers? Uh, I don't know, honestly, just because of uh, we need to buy bats, but we need more than just one. We need like three or four, it seems like. So it's going to be really tough. Uh, at, at least two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just unless unless somebody really finally gets hot because it, the usual suspects this year are just, you know, they're all batting under 220. So Is, is there um, anyone in the system that we can bring up for relief, or is that kind of tapped already? Well, there is. There always is. Um, there's a couple names out there. Like, well, Sal. Um, I'm trying to remember his last name right now. Sal um, uh, Frecklick. He's a really good baseball player uh, who's in the minor leagues. Um, and Jackson Treso, he's really good too. He's a shortstop. He's just not um, not ready to go. He is, I think, the. I, I mean, this is a couple weeks ago. I want to say he was uh, one of the for MLB.com, one or two as the top's prospects uh, in the minors right now. So but he, he's, still yes, down do. in, he's still down in double-A, correct? Double-A, yep, he's yeah. still in double-A. So I have, I have a feeling he will move to triple-A this summer still at some point. Um, I just think he'll naturally progress to that. Um, and then who knows, maybe, you know, September call-ups, he might, we might see him. That's a possibility. Um, but again, too, like Garrett Mitchell's still hurt, you know, like, that was, he was becoming like a, a, a good rookie sensation, hitting and fielding very well. So he'll be hopefully coming back. Um, 
I am impressed again by the pitching because, you know, we had um, Julio Tehran. He pitched tonight. He didn't do well, but he's been doing really well filling in for Woodruff and Lauer and all those other pitchers who've been out. Um, and uh, Colin Ray, too. He's been phenomenal as well for just coming, you know, not going to be really on the roster and then starting pitching for the last six or seven games and looking pretty good. So, but again, you can, Tarana, they just showed the last six games he's pitched. He has 10 total runs in those six games of support, you know, of offense on the Brewers. So, and two of them was one game was four runs, another game was five runs. So, yeah. all the others were zeros or a one. So, you can't win games when, especially if you're pitching one earned or less, you know, and they, all they need is two runs to win it. So, it's, uh, it's pretty tough. Uh, but again, yeah, we have some people in the, the minors, but these guys just need to start hitting. I've been, it's in deja vu like this forever. Christian Yelich, again, we've been, I've been talking about him getting better and better. He is still thriving. He has a OPS over 800 right now. Uh, you know, batting like in the two seventies, high two seventies. So again, just, he's the kind of the one that's hitting pretty well right now and leading off. But then when he gets on base. No one's really hitting them in. So he doesn't have support if he even if he gets on. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Well, so well, you had talked about kind of the the fortunateness of this uh, this week central division this year. I mean, the Cardinals still having an awful season. Yeah. They uh, always five, will. Five in the last year, hopefully. Um, the Reds yeah. actually were catching fire. They had uh, have a three game losing streak, but they were red hot for a couple weeks there was it eight or nine in a row 12 12 in a row <laughs> was it oh it's 12 in a row that's right. it got to yeah. 12 yep because they were playing the eight the the braves are eight no so that was the first the series this last weekend was the braves red okay it was, it was, like, it was oh, the, the braves Bra- are gonna keep the streaks going and then they lost and then kept the reds kept their streak going but now yes they've lost three yeah, straight games that's so. right that's right it was the braves that were eight and zero going into that that's what I was yeah remembering. and then also the giants were 10 and zero going in that week too so it's like so many teams but then you had like the oh and eight rockies you know like you had the opposite too going in there which again i'd like to just touch base on them a little bit later too with the whole angels rockies this weekend where the Ro- the angels outscored the rockies over 20 runs but lost the series but we'll talk about it a little bit <laughs> Um. Yeah, so I guess sticking with the uh, the National League for a minute here, uh, you had touched on the Braves. They're nine and one in their last ten, um, plus hundred and ten run differential. Uh, I don't I don't want to say they're running away with that division, but because uh, Miami's again having a really good season, and we'll touch on uh, Luis Urias in a minute here. But uh, I wanted to touch on the Mets, who are just having an awful last three weeks there it's so what, much fun to watch was it uh was it today or is it f before tomorrow's game that the owner is going to come out and make a statement i saw about i don't know i don't know it must be tomorrow i didn't i mean i watched the game tonight i didn't okay. see anything and they probably would have flashed back during the game but that, you yeah know, i that think it was tomorrow so. that the owner is going to come or the owner of the uh, GM or someone like that is going to come out and make a statement about the team, but their payroll's sitting at what 350, 375 million, something like that this year. So, the highest in the majors, yep. And they're 35 and 43, uh, three and seven in their last 10. Just a brutal three weeks for them. And Sunday's game was the pinnacle of 
oh of rock God. bottom with walking three, beaning two, up three to six, losing seven. You know, then after that one inning, like down seven six. And can you imagine? Just... How, can you imagine how Ver, how Verlander must have felt watching that? Yeah, for basically just you know giving up nothing and then watching it just crumble and then. I don't know if you watched Buck Showalter, the manager, afterwards, and they asked him, what else did you do? And he's just like, what do you mean, what else can we do? <laughs> what else can we do? Nothing. There's nothing else we can do. That just, that's how it <laughs> happened. Like, you can't script that, you know? Like, you bring in a pitcher, then that pitcher walks, and you bring another pitcher, and he beans them. It's like, <laughs> what the hell's going on? So, yeah, the Boo Birds have been out so, you know, over, well, for both New York teams, actually, so... Yeah, um, we'll get we'll get to the Yankees yeah. in a minute here, but uh, yeah, I mean, just not not a good look. Uh, and then touching on the West here, the the surprising Diamondbacks still are in first place, uh, two and a half up up on the Giants, uh, three up on the Dodgers. Uh, again, that that disappointing Padres team just sitting there. Uh, Four and six in their last ten. They're second or third largest payroll in the majors. So yeah, <laughs> again. And then you you said you wanted to say something about the Rockies, quick. I think that. Yeah, um, just this last week, and I sent you guys a screenshot on I think it was Saturday's game <laughs> in the fourth inning. It was yeah. already twenty-three to zero. Um, and yeah, just uh, you know they won that game, but it's just it was just a funny stat I saw somewhere where, you know, the Angels outscored the Rockies. I think it was 32 to 12 or something, but you know, lost, lost the weekend series, no matter, you know, overall, no matter what, which just, <laughs> again, just kind of spells out the angels, you know, like sure you guys can score a billion runs, but you still wouldn't win the series no matter, <laughs> no matter what. So just, I thought that was just super interesting. So um, I wanted to bring that up because yeah, the Rockies you know, were 0 and 8. They're struggling too, but they still got beaten, beaten up. But the next day, you know, yeah, he kept it alive and won the game and won the series. So, uh, just well, you know, it's just a crazy time of base. It's just baseball in general. It's just you never know. Yeah. You never know, especially the when we get to the College World Series, that'll be crazy too. So, oh yeah, what uh, what are we two, three weeks away from the All Star Game at this point? Something two weeks like from today is the All Star Game because the home run derby was two today. weeks from okay. yesterday. Yeah. Okay. In Seattle. In Seattle, yep. yep. Um, well, let's talk about the the aforementioned Angels for a minute. Uh, specifically, the Otani, uh, twenty six home runs he's sitting at, I believe leads the the AL in uh, RBIs, too. Correct. Mm, I think so. Or am I getting that sure. wrong? I think you're right. Uh, we can look real quick here. I think you're right, though. I think he is in home runs, uh, RBIs, and maybe on base too. I thought it was three three different things. I know he was in. close um, on OBS. Home runs, runs bad. Yep, sixty two. He is leading the AL in sixty two yep. RBIs. He has twenty seven. And again, home on runs. top of, uh, I hit I another he's, one. So yeah. he's, <laughs> he's at twenty seven. I know he's not having like a Cy Young season on the on the mound, but still getting it done on both the plate and the mound again uh bust buster only was saying on pti earlier today that 
he thinks if Otani keeps this pace up, it's going to be the greatest individual season in baseball history. And it's hard to argue with him. I mean, well, doesn't he have a hundred strikeouts and a hundred hits already, which no one's ever done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, he's might get to 300, you know, <laughs> 300 strikeouts and 200 hits, which will be ridiculous. But yeah, you're oh, right. Unbelievable. Yeah. We got the rest yeah, of the go West. through the AL. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Rangers uh, sitting yeah, five leaving. over the Astros, uh, five over the Angels, having a, uh, again, terrific season. Uh, looks like Tampa Bay uh, just passed them again for a run differential, but uh, sitting at plus 147, Tampa sitting at plus 150. Again, both having fantastic seasons. Uh, Baltimore, again. though. Mm-hmm. They're creep. They're right behind those rays, which is so weird. <laughs> they are right there. Oh, I know. Oh, compared to having that huge gap, it's four games now. Yeah. So, and again, Boston sitting there at 40, 40 and forty at five hundred. Uh, Twins in first place at forty and forty <laughs> at five hundred. Yeah, Boston would lead the Central if they could just move. <laughs> That's, I feel like that's every week though. Whoever's at the bottom, American or the East, can can be the top of the Central. <laughs> it's, it's been it's been damn close, if not right on, yeah. for about a month now. So yeah, yeah. Twins lost, so they're actually forty and forty-one. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're I'm actually saying. below yeah, five hundred. They're yeah. a little bit below five hundred, so yeah, they are technically would be in second in that division <laughs> if the Red Sox moved. <laughs> Crazy. Uh. Anything you guys want to say about the Central? I mean, not. I mean, the Central, it's just, it mirrors the NL Central. That's all it is. Yeah. Teams that are just hovering around are all kind of bunched together. And except, you know, maybe Kansas City Royals, they're, they're yeah. on their own planet. But, um, but yeah, just like, you know, everyone's kind of mediocre. It's just, you don't know if someone's going to get hot, someone's going to step out of it. But yeah, it's just kind of that. You know, whoever gets out of there loses in the first round playoff kind of yep. <laughs> kind of feeling, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But yeah, well, Pittsburgh was leading that division the last time we got together, and now they're in fourth. Yeah, and then they were like, <laughs> hey, guys for Pittsburgh, and they're like, oh shit, and then just you know, oh, they unveiled trouble. those ugly ass uniforms, is what Ugh. they did. Did you see those? Yeah, Dude. does it say like? Does it say PGH on the yes. front? Like Pittsburgh, it, out of all things, PGH is the, is the, is the abbreviation that's for Pittsburgh? It, that's what they say. What the they hell? say Pleh. <laughs> Dude, these, I mean, I know that in the past that I've been really harsh on baseball's uniforms and their aesthetic and all that, and I don't take any of that back, but this madness has to stop. Like these well, it's city between, like, uniforms, them or the Padres. Those Padres, man. Dude, what are they doing? Dude, those Brewers uniforms with the bright yellow are ridiculous. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I get what you're City doing. City Connect needs to go. Dude, I get what you're doing with those uniforms. Like, it's retro. But that color combo is just hideous. It just doesn't, I don't know. Like, they just And guess awful. what? If they go to a 1970 Brewers uniform, that is the fuck. That is the color. Yeah. That's it already. So yep. why are you making... Brew crew on the front where it should just say Milwaukee and cursive like it did yeah. 50 years ago. Like, yeah, it's stupid. City Connect jerseys pretty much across the board do not look good ever. Mm-hmm. So, kind of like the 
for me, I don't know if you guys agree, but like Thursday night when they always did those Nike flash, I'm sometimes just like, great, you guys have a whole white, all white uniform on. Like, why is that special? Like, I don't get it. Like, it should be like, you know, I guess I don't want it to be like the Padres or the Pirates, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, I feel like those are just like usually pretty blah. And these are, just, and then the baseball ones are just like in your face. Like, you want all pastel colors? Bam, there they you are. Got you got it. You want you vaporwave? The whole thing is blue and pink. You like you get yep. it. It's just oh man. Cuz when I when I think of baseball, the first thing I think about is neon. Yeah, That's for sure. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. I think of flash <laughs> and dash. Just do the pinstripes everybody <laughs> will be on the same page. One team straight home gray away. Done. One they were done. One team can do vaporwave and it's Miami because they're Miami. That's it. That's all it's supposed to be. Anything well, else? That it's like... Miami. I mean, usually like two thousand people a night see them play. So right. yeah, again, yeah. no one really knows. They're like, "Hey, just see those Miami Marlins jerseys." Like, we have the Miami Marlins still as a team. Like... <laughs> you mean the but Florida again, Marlins? No, cause... they're the Miami yes. Marlins now. Yes. If they're the Florida Marlins, I'd still watch, but not the Miami Marlins. Man, I tell you what. When I first uh, started, when I not when I first when the Marlins first came into the league as an expansion team. I was all about them when I was a kid. So was I. I bought the pennant and the hat mm-hmm. and the shirt. Like I went to the Brewer game and bought the pennant. Oh, the you went to oh. the game? Oh. Yeah. Well, again, I had all the Brewers. I already had the Brewers guard, but again, I was like, I like. I thought the Rockies and the Marlins were pretty cool when they both came out. So I was like, eh, you know, like, who are these new teams? Who's Todd Helton? You know, like. Who's this Miguel Cabrera, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> who's Pudge? Um, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I, so, like, I remember being at the game in the outfield. I'm like, I want that. And my dad's like, really? I'm like, yep. So I remember having in my room, like, Marlins stuff because I was like, why not? It's cool fish. <laughs> and I was thinking about why. Why the hell did I buy that? I like the colors. I, I think I they might have won the series. They might have won the World Series though the year I bought that because that was like '97. I want to say. Yeah, they. Was, yeah, they like, won. Yeah, Josh Beckett, I think. Or that might have been the one well, after. Maybe. That. I that think. Been that, yeah, I always, Josh Beckett was 2003. I want to yeah. say. Yeah. Because they but won the 90s, like '97 would have been Council though. Great Council would have been. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I mean, that's funny. That's the 97 and 2003 team. Like, where they won, you know, six years apart and, like, had really and, good players. For and then the year team. after, they tore the whole thing down both times. Bobby Bonilla, I think they had early on. Yeah. Before the right. Mets started paying him all that money. Or was it the. <laughs> they still are. Yeah. He had a 25 year contract. So I think he's still getting paid. Yeah. Just through like, like Yeah. Through the, for the next. I think Bonilla gets paid for another, like, 10 years. Yeah. Yep. Griffey gets and Griffey like, gets paid for another five, I think. Yeah, something <laughs> like something. that. Which is funny. He's third highest payroll on the on the Reds right now. Yeah, that, that I was gonna say that was the other meme he sent us. On our, <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Like Joey Votto, Will, uh, he remembers that guy, and then all, and then Ken Griffey wasn't played there for eleven years. Well, they what? were they were paying Mike Mustakas thirty million for a little while, and now he's, yeah, they uh, were. Yeah. Yeah, they decided to take a chance on Mike, and <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> All right, so uh, getting us back on track here. 
um, there's a few notes I had written down. Uh, you had mentioned the pinstripes earlier. Uh, Aaron Judge uh, sounds like he's going to be out maybe through September with this toe injury. I know we had talked about it. Maybe we didn't think it was going to be a serious thing. I remember last time on the podcast we had talked about maybe a couple days setting him out, but uh, this is a lot more serious than I think anyone thought. And the Yankees' offense have just gone in the uh, gutter <laughs> since he's been out. It's like he takes the mojo away from everybody. It's like you, I don't hit, you don't hit. <laughs> Wait, what? Yes. Yeah, but I, like we looking at that injury, like I haven't, I guess I didn't see this properly, like video, and I just, you know, they replayed it, I think, yesterday because they were talking about how significant it is. I mean, he hits that cement hard in Los Angeles at this toe. I'm like, I mean, like it's full running impact. So I'm like, Ugh. I mean, he's a big guy. That's got to be just a lot of, you know, raw power <laughs> smashing into your toe. Oh, yeah. Especially uh, running at full speed like that. Absolutely. And then, of course, you know, the Dodgers have a, one inch lip of cement that comes up before the walls and that's what he hit. Um, but yeah, I mean, if he's out for that long and they can't figure out anything like when like Josh Donaldson, an MVP is hitting like 190, John Carlos Stanton's hitting like 195, you know, like what is going on? Um, and then, you know, just boo birds, boo birds, boo birds. So New York is just raining in the booze right now. Both teams. Yeah, and it, I remember early in the season, both teams were – I mean, it was real early in the season, first month early, but both teams were off to a really, really good start. Mm-hmm. It's all New York, New York, New York. Now it's all New York, New York, New York. <laughs> uh, Jason, anything to add to the Yankees before we – Move on to a couple more notes here. No, let's let's keep her rolling. Okay. Uh, next one I had, I got a uh, couple questions for you guys. Uh, Freddie Freeman, uh, the, over the weekend, got his 2,000th hit. Uh, he has been averaging, I believe it's 185 a season for the last uh, five seasons. Do you think he can get to 300 or 3,000? No, he's, no, he's 33 <laughs> now, right? Yeah, I think it's so. I was gonna say, if he averaged, I'm gonna get him down to 150 a, a year. If he just averages 150 a year, you know, he could get to, to 1000 hits in you know, like six, seven years, roughly, which is possible. I just don't know how long he's gonna be, you know, still in the league. Like, some guys will get up that 40, but it's pretty you know, rare and maybe he's going to be more DHing. So like, mm. yeah, he'll be hitting, but I just don't know if like, yeah, 33 is just getting old and Freddie started when he was pretty young too. So, um, I mean, I hope he'd get it. That'd be great. Cause I feel like after Miguel Cabrera got it, I don't know who's going to get it. If you see the list of who's got it, 2000 right now, it's pretty slim on who's going to get to 3000 out well, of that yeah. list is, you know, we actively had, playing. So we had, I, I remember us, we had went, uh, I don't know if you were on, but I know, uh, me and Jason, when Cabrera hit it, uh, kind of went down the list and it was like, we were going to the like real young guys at that point that, uh, 
I think we had mentioned Freddie Freeman, but uh, not with a real uh, optimism that he could do it. But I mean, he's a thousand away. It's it's always possible. And again, after that, it's gonna be. It might be a while before we see another one. So yeah. So Joey Votto, thirty nine, has two thousand ninety eight. He is second on the list right now. And then Nelson Cruz, 42, he has 2,049. Eric Andrews, 34, he has 2,036. So everyone's in, like, just that same boat, but a lot of these guys are just way older, you know. Not mm-hmm. Andres, but the other two. So, yeah, it's going to be someone we don't know, I think, who's going to be hitting, three, you know, 3,000 hits again. Well, if you, I know that. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I know there was some buzz around Juan Soto because of the way his career started. I mean, it's still super early for him, but maybe someone to yeah. keep an eye on. Uh, Jason, you were maybe. saying something, though? Well, what I was going to say is if you look at guys you have hit 3,000, like, like obviously Pete Rose is a, is has done this more often, but, like, They've all hit 200 hits a couple times or gotten close there a few times as well. Whereas Freddie Freeman, like, he hit 199 last year when he was 32 and 191 once, and that's it. And then it's 180 and lower. So, like, he just hasn't had, like, monster seasons enough you need to have monster seasons to get to 3,000 hits, and you need to have a bunch of them. Like, Cal Ripken did it, like, you know, three, four times, but he played for 15 years, never missed a game, and, like, consistently hit between 150 and 170, if not more, like, every year. And he barely got a 3,000 hits. So, like, Freddie Freeman just doesn't have those monster seasons and like he's already played 14 years. So I just, yeah, yeah. but he's, he's only two hits away from a hundred right now. And we're two weeks away from the all-star break. So <sighs> this year, I think he has a really good shot to get over 200, honestly this year. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's batting three sixteen too. So he's hitting, but, but um, yeah, I just, I think the older you get, those hits are going to fall off, you mm-hmm. know? And is he so, going to hit 200? Yeah. Can he hit yeah. 200 the next five years? <laughs> well, no. that's, uh, that's what the Dodgers want. No, he's not. It's in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> he's not every year doing that. For the Dodgers to win, and he, he gets 3,000. Sign. <laughs> no, he's, he's good and all, but he's not doing that. Well, in five years from now, ladies and gentlemen, we'll go over these stats and we'll see where Freddie is, Frederick Charles Freeman, if he got the 3,000 or not. <laughs> All right. Uh, one more quick one. Uh, Luis Urias uh, won the batting title with the Twins last year, uh, playing with Miami now. He is sitting at uh, 399 average for the season. Can he get to 400? Can he stay this consistent and get to 400? I mean, I want to say no, but he keeps, like, I mean, he's, we're almost to July. We're a couple of days away from July and he's at 399. Like, I don't remember anybody being 
even in the 380s this deep into a season. Mm. So, like, I'm rooting for him, obviously, because holy crap, like, that would be just phenomenal to do. Um, and watching the highlights of the games, because, you know, I don't watch Marlins games, or I watch the highlights the next day. And, like, yeah, he is just literally just a pure hitter. He's not about, you know, home runs. He's like, he's old school. He just puts it in play. And that's what makes him great. And, you know, shows like last year, like, won a bag title in Minnesota. Now he's in Miami and he's just that hot air, you know, just making that ball fly off the bat. And, well, I mean, I want to say he's not going to do it, but I'm rooting for him to do it. So what about you, Jason? What do you think? Man, that's a long time to have to stay really good. And it's a lot easier to lose uh, average than it is to get it. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. you know what I'm saying? So, on, yeah, oh yeah, go on a cold streak for a week, and you go five for five, but then if you go over twenty, like, <laughs> well, it, not even that. Like, yeah. once you go, once you get up into where he's at, like, you can just go. One for four or three nights in a well, row, go, and you're he like, needs to go two oh, for shit. five consistency. You know? Consist- he's got two for five consistently. The rest yeah, of the year to get and that's so. just, I just can't see it. I just don't see it happening. I mean, I'm sure he'll be there. I like you don't get, like you said, you don't get this deep into a season with that, with those kind of numbers for no reason. So I think. He's he'll definitely keep it up there, but I don't think he's going to get 400. Sorry, so he'll win the batting title. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless he <laughs> unless he like starts hitting right ears or left ear or something in this he's league. Like, I'm going to try this other side. Actually, no, he switch hits, so he could do that. <laughs> in the modern MLB, where it's all home runs and strikeouts, like I'm, pr- yeah, I'd bet he'd win the batting title. <laughs> Yeah, because everyone else just swings for a home run. This guy's like, nope, I'm going to plunk it to the left yep. and then drop it in on the right. And, you know, like, play he has 113 hits this year. So he is a well on oh, yeah. track to be, he'll probably, he might hit the 230 mark. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So, one, one thing I want to mention that I just found, I just uh, realized this, I guess. The year to, uh, Tony Gwynn was uh at 394 i did not Mm -hmm. realize that was the year of the strike and his season got cut short yeah yeah Uh i did not realize that i guess that was really interesting when i found that out yeah it's uh it's crazy i think i you know where i learned that paulie which is even weirder whoever makes the 394 beer you know you know what i'm talking about yeah like I think it's on the can. Oh, oh, interesting. You know, like it's like a, I don't think it's on all of them, but I think there's like facts on them. You know what I mean? Like about Tony Gwynn because it's Aerosmith's all about, you know, they're San Tony Diego, Gwynn, so they're yeah. all about Tony Gwynn. So I think I read it on a can like years and years ago. You know, when I got it, I think that's when I found out. Because again, I I didn't remember when the strike was either. But yeah, it is. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, just something to think about. Uh, so, yeah, we got two uh, uh, records to keep an eye on for the rest of the season for you guys, and we'll keep you updated uh, as to where that's going. I mean, obviously, Freddie Freeman's going to be years out, but we'll keep track of his uh, 
his hits pace, and then obviously we'll keep you updated on uh, Urias. Uh, ben, real quick before we uh, move on, uh, you wanted to touch on the uh, College World Series, which I watched a little bit of, um, but you said yeah. you had watched most of it. Uh, so what were your thoughts about the uh, College World Series over the weekend? Um, it, it was entertaining to say the least, especially if you have no one they're rooting for. Uh, it was just fun to watch, uh, these kids go out and play. Um, basically, I mean, I'll just start as like the final two teams that were playing, uh, against each other, uh, was LSU and Wake Forest and then, uh, Florida Vanderbilt. So, or I mean, TCU, sorry. Um, and, so Florida basically got there right away, and then LSU had to play Wake Forest the three games to get there. Um, and then they, uh, the third game they won in dramatic fashion. It was a, a two-run bomb on in the 11th to win it to go to the World Series for LSU. So, um, and it was it was yeah. nothing nothing going uh, into the nothing 11th, nothing forever. Not? Yeah, yep. um, yeah. In the eighth, uh, they had a Wake had a guy on third, and there was a uh, like a little, little flare hit to the first baseman. I don't know if you guys saw that play, but he ran it. He ran straight to the ball, got it and flipped it immediately. And it was like a bang, bang play. If you didn't, if you would have done that, they would have lost and would not have went to the college world series. So that basically saved it. And then in the 11th again, um, was they hit the two run Homer. So, uh, it turned out to be LSU, um, Florida, uh, were the final games. So, and it was like a tale of, Two games. The first game was, you know, a game you want to watch. It was a 4-3 LSU game. So, you know, some hitting, some good pitching, just an all-around baseball game. Uh, so I was like, I don't know who's going to win this. You know, it was so close. Then the next game, Florida came out and won 24-4. Uh, and I was like, geez, like 24-4 <laughs> on, the, on the national spotlight. That is impressive. Um, so I really thought Florida had the edge, but then the next day LSU won 18 to four. So again, could not predict a damn thing if you even wanted to try. Um, but again, it was just fun, 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 fun to watch. Cause again, it's just, it's weird to still hear the ding of an aluminum bat because <laughs> I'm not totally used to that, obviously, because you know, the majors hasn't used that in forever. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was cool to see. It's cool to see all these people they talked, all the kids they talked about who already have been drafted or will be drafted. Um, Dylan Cruz from LSU. Uh, he's, they talked about him a lot. He's an outfielder. Uh, is he, he won is he the, the one that they award. Think that, is he the one that they think is going to be going number one in the drafts in a couple Yeah, weeks? him and his teammate go, him and his teammate are going to go one and two in the draft is what they think. Yep. So the Pirates would get Dylan Cruz. That's who got number one in the Nationals. Paul Skeens, the LSU pitcher, who he pitched, I swear. Like in swear in college, you just pitch forever, you know, and then they're like, didn't all right, he have yeah. like a, you know, like. Didn't he have like 115 pitches one game or something like that? He had 120 pitches in that final game that. against Wake because they kept them in as long as they could because it was 0-0. So they just kept pushing and pushing them in. Um, so yeah, eventually I had to pull him. So yeah, he like, again, it was just like, holy crap, but he, he can throw it. So yeah, the one and two picks supposedly in this MLB draft will be, uh, those two guys, but yeah, it was just, again, something I really have never watched. So it was very entertaining, very cool to see those schools, you know, come and represent in Omaha and, you know, on all places, Omaha, Nebraska, um, 
so yeah, it was just a, it was a good weekend and to watch baseball and uh, just cool to see the future, you know, coming in the league sooner than later. And uh, I'm, I'll look forward to seeing it next year because, again, I'll pay attention a little bit more uh, some of these teams because, again, it seems like a lot of SEC teams were, were in the finals at the end here. But it'd be cool to see, like, uh, I don't know how many Big Ten teams even, like, are good enough to even, get, you know, like, get recognized in these College World Series. But I think next year I'll pay attention more and uh, we'll even cover a little bit more next year. So. Yeah, I was I was able to watch a little bit of it. I saw it uh, actually watch most of the that LSU uh, Wake Forest game that was very entertaining and uh, yeah, Paul Scheme looked uh, very good. Uh, but I didn't I didn't get to watch much of the I saw some of the highlights, but I was working most of the weekend, so I didn't get to watch uh, the finals. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's always cool uh, seeing those kids. And again, I again, I agree. Uh, I'm going to definitely pay more attention to it next year. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention was I, I think it might have been Buster Olme that I heard also. He said that this LSU team would be better than I think he said yes. five yes. or six. Uh, uh, minor league systems. Yes, I did hear that as well. That is absolutely insane. Well, they showed like the draft this year, and I think in the top forty, I want to say LSU has like five kids or six kids going, and then like <laughs> Florida, Florida has like four or five kids going. You know, like so, like just those two schools alone. <laughs> just like, I mean, just imagine that. So, what teams are going to get five top forty prospects? You know, on one team. So yeah, you're probably he's probably right. They probably could just go in there in a scrimmage and knock them off because yeah, they are stacked to the gills. That's that's just absolutely crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jason, anything to add to baseball? I know that was a that was a nice conversation we had there. That went yeah, that was that we was un- to, but no, that was fantastic. That was awesome. No notes. All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, baseball full uh, full swing. Uh, but Jason, why don't you get us going on the uh, big show here? The big show, you must mean the 2023 NBA Draft Recap from WalnutSportsNetwork.com. Oh, yeah. That would be the one. All right. Uh, Jason, do you want to get us started here? Uh, I know uh, top three went pretty much how we expected to go. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get us going with the the top three, top five here. Well, I mean, Victor Wembanyama. Let's just let's just get right to it, right? Remember like, that name, everybody. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, unless something catastrophic happens. Unless like God forbid. Like I was just gonna say, like Greg Oden, whereas like, <laughs> yeah. where his body Made just glass. couldn't take it. Like he was just yeah. Greg Oden was built like. Greg Oden was like Victor Victor Wembanyama if he if Victor was like eighty pounds heavier already like and, and well Greg Greg also he also had a like and he was like a he had like an eighty year old face but like a twenty year old body <laughs> yeah right it was just, like he was like old man Greg even yeah, though he's nineteen years old exactly <laughs> it was crazy yeah. that was different yeah. this is 
this guy is built like Kevin Durant, but five inches taller. Like mm-hmm. that's, and now he's going over to Greg Popovich, the you know possibly the greatest curator of basketball talent of our generation. I mean, yep. Phil Jackson, for all his greatness, didn't necessarily curate talent. Like. <laughs> He had talent. He, he, <laughs> he fell into two great. He situations. knows exactly what to do with it once he finds it. But yeah. like, he's not exactly known that for that. I think his time with the Knicks kind of says a lot enough about that. But I mean, what better situation? Everybody's saying it. You know, I, I can't really say anything that nobody else hasn't said for the last month since everybody knew the Spurs were getting him. The real intrigue was, you know, are the Hornets going to take Brandon Miller or are they, they going to take Scoot Henderson? And they take Brandon Miller. That's great. I mean, the Hornets need a lot. They just need a lot. And they they want Miller. They take Miller. I, I think it's fine. I like him. I think Scoot Henderson's good too. The Blazers, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Let me kick it back to one of you guys for this. Because, like... <laughs> Yeah, well, for fun, I saw so on the Reddit Blazers page, I saw a fan said, "Screw the East. Why don't we just send Dame to Milwaukee and have Milwaukee oh. just blow up the East for the next five years? <laughs> send Middleton that way, whatever else they want. But then bring Dame in and just say, hey, Boston, Miami, Philly, you're no. all screwed yeah. <laughs> for the next five years.' And I was like, "Oh, oh I'm about it for that to happen," <laughs> but. <laughs> But um, I again, I think I said this last time about Dane. I think he, I said whatever happened in the draft was gonna, you know, tell the Dame story. And I think not bringing in a superstar and just drafting Scoot, which is a good player, don't get me wrong, is not enough to keep him around. So I honestly think that he will be moving to hopefully not South Beach, but somewhere. Yeah, I know he had that. Uh that meeting with team brass today and uh every or the team was all smiles saying the right stuff uh dame hasn't said anything yet but i th- I on think instagram that... he did oh did he I okay. if you saw that yeah so no on, i didn't on instagram it was a picture of him at a club in miami by will smith was playing so people were like you know that was like the featured in the yeah. background he, and then the next day jimmy butler posted one of dame's songs you know that I don't know if he talks about Miami or something, but on Instagram, like you know, the reflect off of it, so people are like, "He's going to Miami." Because on Instagram, yeah. there's two things. So well, right I now, mean, that's that, a it's, speculation. It's kind but... of the worst kept secret in the NBA right now that if he does get moved, it's probably going to be to Miami because Miami. Yeah, because has, they Pat have Riley the pieces to get it done, and yeah, Pat Riley is just going to do that. So yeah, but yeah, I guess going back to your question, Jason. uh I think what's happening here is I don't think Dame wants to ask for a trade unless until something is in place. So I think he's I think what's happening is he's giving Portland he's going to give him a week or two to, uh, into free agency just to see if they can what kind of deal they can get because I I know Brooklyn has been out there uh, as a name. Uh, Milwaukee, as great as that would be, they just don't have the assets to get it, <laughs> it done. Can't, it can't. You can't. Unless Dame goes plays for free this year, then we can yeah. do it. But that's about but, it. But, 
I I, th- I think I think in a week or two, it's gonna be, uh, he's going to Milwaukee or uh, Miami, Miami. Sorry. Yeah. But just I think just, though, Giannis, Drew, Dame, Lopez, and then Jason Stroibel. Yeah. <laughs> and we win. You know. And Jason can get a ring. Yeah, I'm saying Jason's fourth best on that roster. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a a, a great uh, dream to have. But yeah, I think Miami is. I think he. I think at some point he came out and said that you know if he had to pick, Miami would have been a place, which yeah, makes he, sense. I mean, why would before. you not want to go there? So just go the complete opposite place that you are right now. I'm in Portland. I'm going to go all the way down to South Beach. Yeah. So, yep. We'll see. Sooner than later, we'll see. Yeah. So I guess uh, going down the list, we've got uh, the Thompson twins from Overtime Elite, uh, Amin going to the Rockets, and then Asar going to Detroit. Uh, A lot of of people think they're going to be – those got those uh, brothers are going to be very good together, or uh, sorry, separate, but uh, still coming into the league together. And I don't. I guess I want to get your take on this. And I'm sure the answer is obvious, but a lot of people were bringing up the advantage that having a twin brother to play basically all your life with against each other. How much of an advantage that can or that is? I mean, you guys what? played basketball. How much of an advantage would that would be? I mean, I mean, I think it'd be. I mean, it'd be good because at least you're 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 going to get some of your own. At least a big guy, you know, your own yeah. size. I think that'd, that'd yeah, be good I guess. In that aspect. Yeah. Um, but again, though, I don't know if it'd be good because again, if you're if you're kind of mirroring off the other person, I don't know how much that's going to translate to you know playing against someone who's not your twin, but I, I mean, just, I think just to have that, if he, if your brother or your twin is just as good as basketball as you and the same height and everything, I think that is, that's the only really advantage for me is that, you know, you're going to be a, on the same level. You're going to, you know, know what a seven foot wingspan looks like because you're, you know, looking across from it. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, yeah, they, I, I think they're going to do well. I don't know how much of an advantage it would be over like, to translate over to the game um, yeah. against others. Yeah, I agree. I think that assertion is kind of insane. Like, what do they? What do people think these guys are doing? Like, doing like mirrored, synchronized like exercises? And well, now like, I am. Well, what, seriously? <laughs> like, what do I they mean, think yeah. advantage that is? Like, you get to play against yourself. Like, what is that? I mean, yes, it'd be it's, it'd be handy to have a guy around the house who's just as big as you are, who's just as good at basketball. Yeah, learn how to yeah. shoot over like seven footers. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I mean, know. but a lot of yeah. people have brothers, dude. But <laughs> like, yeah. that doesn't seem True. like that big of a deal to me. Like, and people have and friends, a bigger, bigger brother and might you push can go you to more, a, you, know? you can go to a park and play with people. <laughs> like, I just don't. I don't know. I guess because you can play with someone of your basketball caliber on command or more frequently, like what is, what is, I just don't understand what, 
I'd like to talk to somebody who said that because, like, <laughs> I want to know what advantage they think. I need a seven footer now. <laughs> like, whoa, and then one shows up, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, there's the advantage. I, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I, I guess uh, the the point I think they were trying to make is uh, just to kind of your last point, Jason. Just being able, having someone there every day that is on your level that you can shoot around against, play against. I guess I think that was the point more than anything. Instead of like shooting open jumpers by yourself every day, I don't know. I guess yeah, I could see I could see that yeah, if they're coming maybe. from that way, but this but the same way. Yeah, I, I can see it both ways, honestly. It's so. like, oh, they have a training partner. Yeah, I get Okay. Not really. Yeah. But, like, you can do that. It's not like you can't get a training partner when you're a kid playing basketball. Well, maybe, like, if you're saying they're, they're you know, it's it's free training. It's, you know, it didn't cost, you know, like, it's not like well, you're buying that. It, yeah, it's kind of just, I don't know, you know, like, I don't know these how these kids are brought up. And maybe that's the other thing, too, like, just to have that. Companion and that support that you know, you know like I just knows me knows me very better than anybody else. I don't know. I would maybe it's more emotional, psychological too. I think then if then every twin basketball players would be taken high in the draft because well most they're all amazing. <laughs> if you think about it, <laughs> what the Morrises were. Well, I'm just saying the Morrises. I'm just saying like they're usually taken pretty similar close. Like like the like Lopez's were taken pretty close and early in the draft. Okay, yeah, uh, but I mean like every twins who play basketball, like not just the good ones, like not oh. just the ones that we've seen that have been successful. Yeah, they get taken close to each other because like you're, it's like the same, the same game exactly. So that makes yeah. sense. But like, yeah, I, then it's like shit. People be trying to have twins so they can have basketball player kids because they're just like <laughs> twins are just such good basketball players because they can just constantly play basketball against each other. They become amazing. Like, no, <laughs> I don't know. I don't the think, more I, I think, think about that this idea, that, the more ludicrous it seems to me. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't saying. think they're trying like, to start a revolution of twins. That, but <laughs> that's like, what it sounds like. If you want to like, make money, make two children like, and then put that rock in their hands and say, get that in the hole or you're not, you're never going to sleep in your bed. I, yeah. I, like, I just think, but that's <laughs> what I think about when that question is asked because it's like, yeah. if there was some kind of advantage to it, people would exploit it. We're humans and we're gross and we do that kind of thing. It's true. Not you guys. You it's guys true. are cool, of course. <laughs> nah, I think we're pretty gross too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry, inner, inner monologue failed there for a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, there's your. That's my answer to your question about the if the twins, if the Thompson twins, have a. Uh, Has everyone made jokes about that yet? No, I was just thinking the about Thompson it. Twins? I was you just, just said thinking out loud. about like, it. I'm like, here. I didn't, I didn't hear that. <laughs> I'm like, wait, yeah, there are the Thompson twins. Yes, they are. They're from the '80s. Yep. They shouldn't even been drafted. They're probably like in their '40s. <laughs> oh, right they're now. super the old. Hell? Yeah, they're in their '50s. Oh yeah, you're right. They're probably in the 50s. yeah. They had a hit in the '80s. They are for sure minimum in their late '50s. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's move on here.
Um, if we have we to. Had, yeah. <laughs> uh, we had Anthony Black uh, from Arkansas going six to the Magic. Uh, Bilal Kolebali. Oh, yeah, Victor's uh, teammate. Delivery, yep. I think it is, but I don't know. Yep. Uh, going uh, to the Wizards in a swap with yeah, get traded. Pacers, who get uh, Juris Wallace uh, out of Houston. Uh, Taylor Hendricks of UCF goes 9 to the Jazz. And then the Thunder move up two spots to pick uh, Carson Wallace out of Kentucky. Uh, Dallas drops down two spots and picks up Derek Lively. The second, the second out of Duke. Woo! Go Duke. Dude, that means Dallas has Kyrie Irving and Derek Lively, the second championship. Just real quick before (laughs) I forget, though. Have you guys, I saw an article today. It's a little off topic, but it's about the Mavericks. Have you? Did you see in 2018? There's an article. They said they're so close to trading Doncic for Aiden on draft night, making that swap. DeAndre like, did, I almost, Oh, yeah, because he was number one overall. I don't know, like whatever. Doncic was, I think, lower, like maybe eight or nine or something like that. But at the time, they almost like we're gonna make that oh, trade because like, Cuban um, wanted Aiden oh, so bad wow. because of, they just thought he was like so dominant or whatever that he was gonna. Throw that trade out there and obviously get a bunch back pick wise. Yeah. But I was like, imagine if that went through and Doncic landed on the Suns at first and then with Booker and all yeah, that shit. Oh Holy cow. <laughs> so I just, sorry, a little off topic, but I saw that and I was like, oh my God, imagine what the NBA would look like if that happened right away. It would be nuts. Ooh. That would have been crazy. Uh, yeah. Jason, what, what, what do we need to know about Derek Lively being the Duke fan here? Yeah, uh, he's fine. Um, <laughs> that was the best reaction ever. Yeah, he's Woo, fine. Derek Lively, yeah, I, th- I didn't. Fine. I was a little surprised to see him pick that high, to be honest. But he's a hey, center. He's higher than any Badger. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Like, it's fine. <clears throat> the Mavericks need size. So they went and got it. He's probably the best, like, center quote out there. He's just like, who do I pass so, to, Kyrie like, or yeah. Luca? I don't know. Well, yeah, he. Yeah, that's I mean, what he needs to really get trained on, because if either one of them gets unhappy, they're going to have problems. So he's going to – the first thing he's going to have to learn is, who do I pass to when? How do, when I get this ball, <laughs> who do yeah. I get rid of to right away? Yep. <laughs> The answer's not me. Yep. It's someone else. <laughs> They're going to uh, run a well, lot of pick and roll, and you better learn who to pass to when, dude. <laughs> uh, guys, very briefly, uh, Jason, you had mentioned uh, the center position. Uh, just looking down the list in the first round, he was the only other center besides Juan Bimana to be drafted in the first round oh really i didn't realize that yeah yeah like yeah he was the best available true big man so you need a big man that's why he got that's why he's picked up yep Yep. (laughs) i mean that goes to show just how much this league has changed i mean you look 20 years ago if you would have seen two centers 
was drafted in the first round? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> now everybody's just like they're all scorers and slashers. This bubble burst, like it just the the league can't sustain it's a roller coaster this kind ride. of like yeah and. The, it's a, a little real right now. It's just it's all shoot, 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 shoot. No defense, defense, and eventually it's going to go back up, and then less shooting, more big man, more defense, more pick and roll. You know all that. Yeah, kind of, yeah. It's, so, just, it's just a game they play. Some innovative coach is going to uh, figure out a way to uh, play two big guys at the same time again, and yep. it's going to be Popovich. It'll be Popovich yep. with yep. the old Robinson Duncan yep. scenario. I mean, he's got the piece to do it now. So he's got one piece mm-hmm. that needed that he yeah. needs yep. to do it. He's got his probably. I guess this would be his Tim Duncan. He needs a David Robinson. He needs yeah. he needs a, an enforcer down there. The admiral. He needs an admiral. Yeah, he needs yep. to scour the navy for the biggest, baddest basketball player. <laughs> Is David Robinson Jr. <laughs> Actually, it might be the third. I think he was junior. Oh, David you might Robinson. be. You might be I right. I think he was a junior already. But yeah, so <laughs> they're just waiting for the the admiral's son to pop up. <laughs> All right. Uh, two 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 uh, name, names I wanted to mention that I think were intriguing uh, landing spots. Uh, the first one was uh, Jamie Jackas Jr. to uh, Miami. I mean. Every all the analysts that night were just raving about this landing spot for him and how much of a heat guy is he's gonna be. And I remember watching the national or the semifinals two years ago against uh, Gonzaga, that brilliant game in the uh, tourney semifinal, and just looking at him as played, I was like, I just had a thought. I was like. Man, he would look good in a Heat uniform. I mean, he's he just does all the dirty stuff. Not a great shooter, but just does all the little stuff that you need with a team. You can learn to I, shoot I, unless you're Kyle Caleb Martin. Yeah, Caleb Martin was has, has been talked about in trades for Dame, you know, and yeah. that guy could fill in Caleb or Gabe Vincent if you know they can't retain Gabe. Yeah, um, yeah, he'll he'll fill in that spot right there. Mm-hmm. So that might free up some money on top of it for the for the Heat because they don't have to pay. They want to pay Vincent if they don't want to. They mm-hmm. can just throw in the rookie. So, yep. And then the other one uh, I thought was intriguing was uh, Cam Widmore out of uh, Villanova, who had been talked about as a top ten pick, uh, goes to number twenty uh, to the Rockets and. Uh, Rockets pick up another young piece to add to their collection. James Harden, of, uh, <laughs> James Harden when he eventually gets traded there, yes. Yep. Uh, but they're uh, they've got some nice young pieces to build around, and they've got some options to if they want to make a trade or two or sit back and uh, let the in- incubator go and see what they got. They've got some options there. Uh, yeah. The, <clears throat> uh, those are the kind of the two I was looking at outside the top ten. Do you guys have anyone that you were kind of intrigued by their landing spot or their where they fell to? I mean, in all honesty, after Victor Wamanyana, I didn't really give a crap. <laughs> 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 because 
I don't think anyone is even going to be close to his talent. And, and, you know, for me being a Bucks fan, I just knew that we weren't going to get much out of this. Um, so yeah, I just, I just kind of watched as a fan and it was like, let's just see what happens. But I mean, everybody on every team, I'm just like, yeah, they're good. But like, we'll see, you know, like, I don't know. No one, no one stood out to me because I just felt like, you know, they're, they're all great players. They're just like, they're, they're just not, they're not, at the top tier yet, let's say NBA level, obviously, because they're going to build up to being a top level pro. So um, I don't know, like <clears throat> I'm trying to just look through this list real quickly to see if anybody like jumps out at me. Um, uh, Prosper uh, from Marquette going to Dallas. Oh yeah. Maxine's Prosper. Mm-hmm. Yep. He went to Dallas too from the Kings. Um, yeah. I liked but, I, mean, I liked every... the live lead of the Mavericks. Like it just was a classic pick, and I always kind of keep half an eye on these Duke guys. So I was like, of "Yeah, course. look at the Mavs picking up another Duke." Guy. Well, then what what about your uh, what about Derek Whitehead going to the Nets? Yeah, I like it. It's I mean he's yeah. going to a playoff team, so that's good for him, and it's a young playoff team too. So I think the Nets can go up from there. Man, that I love just I think I don't know how many times I said it. I love that Mikhail Bridges acquisition. I think uh, mm-hmm. I think the Nets are going up, so I think that's a good landing spot for him. I like I like that, and I just like Houston, just like double dipping strong first round. They had a really well. Remember good though, draft. Jason, they have ninety five picks every year for the yeah. next three three years so <laughs> that's all they can do is pick <laughs> but again getting hard in there and have these young guys there I hope that could bring somebody else yeah and you know down the road there make it you know some of a destination i guess mm-hmm. kind of like it was 10 years ago all right so that was uh yeah i think we pretty much uh said what we got to say about the the young uh guys and again congratulations to everyone that got drafted welcome to the nba and uh hope your futures are bright and uh just ball out yeah do what you can and uh show some teams what you got so yep make that paper uh, but, yep all yep. right um but the last thing we got to talk about tonight is the uh the uh the elder NBA players, well, not necessarily old guys, but uh, the uh, the guys that have been in the league for a few years. Uh, the veterans. The mm. veterans, thank you. Uh, yeah. We had the, the three big trades go down last week. Uh, which one do you guys want to start with? We have uh, Przingis going to the Celtics. Well, we have, uh, Oh, yeah, keep so going. Name, name all. We had uh, we had Bradley Beal going to the Suns, and then we had Chris Paul going back to the Wizards, and then finally to the Golden State Warriors. And uh, the Warriors uh, get off of uh, Jordan's Jordan Poole's uh, contract, and he's put out the pasture forever. <laughs> For obvious other reasons, he's thanks, not Jordan. With the team Move anymore, um, which one was most intriguing, or which one do you think uh, affects the season the most coming up this year, guys? 
Hmm. Well, I think Chris Paul going to Golden State because that means Golden State's not winning a championship this year. Because yep. Chris Paul can't they win championships. <laughs> yep. They're gonna have. He's gonna have a great eighty-two game season, and then eventually get hurt in the playoffs, and then. So get your feet. You know, Draymond might in. punch him, or I don't know, but yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. It's it's, uh, like it's like. I know you said we had three big trades, Polly, but none of them are big to me. If mm, that makes any agreed. sense to you guys, like there are things that happened, but nothing for me that I'm like, this is going to change how basketball is next year. Like, Bradley, Beal, <laughs> yeah. Bradley Beal going, Bradley Beal going to the Suns. Okay, great. So everyone's going to be shooting the ball. We're going to have yeah. three balls on the court at all times. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Is there is there anyone playing in defense on that team? Yeah. Or? Oh well, Aiden's still there for some crazy reason. Yeah. I don't know why that hasn't been pushed around yet. But I heard Aiden, next week Aiden, too that Aiden's, will be. I don't be think gone. Aiden's going to be playing with the Suns. Yeah, the, he will be season. gone. They're just waiting a little bit longer here. But yeah, I think he will. Um, and then Chris Ball, you know, going to the Wizards, which again I was like, God, he always gets just sent to like. No man's land at some point. But then, you know, this one, you got pulled out right back to Golden State, which helps Golden State because they can take that Jordan Poole money and put it towards Draymond or somebody else if they want to. Um, but again, like, I don't know if Chris Paul – Chris Paul will help the team if he is coming off the bench when Steph is mm. tired. Does that make sense? Yep. Like, I like that. Yep. I like that. That's really the only way I think they'll be successful if he runs the second team. Because he doesn't fit in that first team at all, you know. Like I don't, I don't think he can. Like I think that first team is just going to be who it is. But once you bring that floor general out and not have Steph go forty-four minutes out of forty-eight every night, you can put Chris Paul in there. That's going to help everybody else out because those guys are all old too. So that could help that team out a lot if they do it that way. Um, I mean, Przingis, I, I he had the best. He had his best NBA season, I guess, last year in in Washington, which doesn't tell tell you much. But Boston getting rid of Marcus Smart did not make any sense mm. to me whatsoever. I didn't. I thought that was the that worst all. part of the trade. Like trade, I would have trade honestly Jalen Brown before Smart because Smart is the heart of that team. He's been there for twelve years. He's the defensive guy. He is the scrapper. He is. The guy who gets everybody pumped up, you know, like he is the the man, and like to get rid of him and to and then send him to Memphis, which is huge for Memphis because they need that guy to be like, quit fucking around and let's play basketball, you know, like they need that veteran voice, so that helps Memphis. But Przingis going to the Celtics does not help them at all. They got bigger, but what about Robert Williams? Like, what? Why are they, <laughs> is he going to be? Is Robert Williams going to be off the bench now? Like, I don't get it. So the trades. To me, most of, most of the time just did not make that much sense. I don't know. What about you, Paul? Here? Um, I I kind of agree with you. Um, the the Chris Paul to Golden State didn't really make sense. The fit doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, it's the, like the last Golden straw, St- right? Like Golden here you go, Chris. Here's yeah. your Warriors. Try to get that ring. <laughs> Golden yeah. State wants to run, and Chris Paul, I mean, yeah, Can't. he can, but not where he is as a player right now. And I, I think well, maybe that's, that's good... the thing. They're taking a step back, maybe, Paul, because they're all old, and maybe they're not going to run. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. But I, 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 I'd like your suggestion that he comes off the bench. I think that makes a lot of sense. Run that second team yeah. unit. Yeah. 
I, I, I think that makes sense. Um, I agree with you. I didn't like getting rid of Marcus Smart. I don't think that's a good move for Boston. Yes, Przingis had the best year of his, uh, the best season of his career. And it is a one-year deal. He doesn't have any money after that. So it's not like they're bringing on a big contract. So I guess it makes more sense to me from that perspective. Uh, They're just losing a face. That's all, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Bradley Beal to the Suns makes no sense to me whatsoever. I who is playing defense on that team? Are, are you really going to win one thirty to one twenty five games every every game? I don't. I don't. I just don't understand that for for the Suns whatsoever. Maybe maybe because. It sounds bad, but maybe they're counting on KD getting hurt again, and they need another scorer. I don't know. You know, like is that is that if the that's case? You're thinking going into the season, though. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good thing either. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't. That's. I'm just trying to think of logistically why would they do this? Because Bradley Beal and Kevin Durant, you know, had lunch one day like years ago, and they're like, "Hey, it's my buddy. I want my buddy. Yeah, bring my buddy in." You know, like I don't. That's uh, yeah. I, I think Jason, you like. I think I sent that to you guys, and you were the first one that says, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, I was like, like "Why was, is this happening?" I was like, "Is so what? Bradley Beal's gonna back up Devin Booker now, or what? Like they're the same guy, they're the same player. What? Yep. Who's your point just guard? Like, uh, one of those. Your difference. One of those guys is gonna be your point guard. Why? They should be scoring twenty-five day, to thirty points a game, not." getting yeah. 15 and 15 like that's not what their job is because yeah. you the tell them to practice. get you tell them to get 15 and 15 they're going to give you 20 and 7 <laughs> yes <laughs> when you could be getting yeah. like 30 and 5 out of them you know it just uh... Adam, it's like the first practice we're going to be like we're going to see on ESPN like there's a huge fight because they all fought over the ball you know, like... mm-hmm I want it. I want it. I want it. Like, oh god, yeah. It's just I don't. <clears throat> I mean, kudos to Bradley Beal. He finally got the hell out of Washington. Yeah. Yes. Um. So for him, it's it is just a breath of fresh air. I guarantee. You, but everybody else has just got to be shaking their heads. So well, like, I guess, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Paulie. I guess one more thing I wanted to mention there that you guys had just kind of talked about. All three of them, yes, they can pass the ball, but they don't really have a true floor general that's mm-hmm. going to be able to no, he's distribute in the Golden ball State. like that team needs. That was Chris Paul, and like yeah, he's, he's gone. just gone because you can't win the championship. <laughs> and I was going to say, well, maybe they drafted a point guard, but I know they don't have any draft picks, so. yeah. <laughs> and they won't forever. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Especially to get Beal, that they just trade away a bunch more. So yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, Dame Lillard is a point guard. <laughs> Might as well. I would just say go four night. Don't go five. Just four a night. Those four. And then because you won't one, you can't afford anybody else, so the money's gone. And two, you should be all right. <laughs> if everyone can score fifty each, that's two hundred points a night. <laughs> easily, easily win every game. 
<laughs> I mean, they're gonna be super tired halfway through the season, but <laughs> maybe they can call some two-way players up at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're t- uh, the, it's like a well, uh, it's like spring break here in Phoenix. Uh, the whole team is off, so we got the replacements in. Yeah, it's <laughs> those four dudes and eight league minimum guys, and that's the yeah. entire and it's league. Like the, that's the, the entire I can't team. remember the opposite. The opposite team of the Harlan Goldtrotters, you know, shows up on the floor. The Sentinels. Those guys <laughs> That's all we could afford, man. We couldn't afford even two-way players. We had to get these guys. And they're always guaranteed to lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That'd be nuts. But uh, that can't happen. There's not enough money for Dame. No. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so we had... Those three, uh, not massive trades, but uh, some sh- kind of shake up in the where the teams are, and some silly, uh, some silly fits. But uh, again, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, free agency. Real, real, oh, I was just gonna say real quick. Um, I thought if Beal went to Portland, that would have kept Dame. Honestly. I there was talk because that, at least it was an actual a big name, you know, a big shooter mm-hmm. coming. I I yeah. think that would have helped keep Dame a little bit. And then if they drafted Scoot, but that would have. What would What are the Blazers giving up? What do the Blazers have where they can get Beal? Like they don't have the players to get him. It'd be and, all draft picks. And the well, third that, pick is too expensive. Like you can't. Well, they would package maybe like I don't know how many picks they had this year, but they they'd have to package other things like for next year, other you know like down the road oh, it have man. to be. Yeah, there's there's nobody they could have sent along that would have been equal. But I'm just saying like to keep him, that would have been that would have been yeah. my card if I was in the Portland GM. Like, no, we should at least try to get Beal. And if that doesn't work, then we might lose Dame. You get Kyrie. I mean, he hasn't played for Portland yet. So they might right. as well. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> just getting. List. Everybody's just getting multiple people at the same position this year. So yeah, maybe that's just the thing we don't know. Cards, yeah. We just don't know basketball anymore. You need the five Warriors, point guards. Yeah, the Warriors never, have ever win a damn thing. Warriors have two point guards. The Suns have two shooting guards. <laughs> the, like so now, uh, what? They're like all right, who Portland needs, who get, who's two getting two power forwards? Put your hands up. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, me, me. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, I don't they'll get pick, it. Yeah. Oh, I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> the Heat will pick up uh, DeAndre Ayton to go along with Bam Adebayo, who's just <laughs> who's just better no, at no, all no. the same shit. Mark, like Mark he's, Cuban's getting about, uh, is getting Ayton now because oh, he's just God. he's just be like, why not? Come I'll on. Get him for nothing. And I can send Kyrie, send Kyrie to the Suns and make it really Ooh. just the biggest mess in the goddamn world. Ooh, I mean, he is a point guard. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but but one, he has to act like one, and two, he has to show up. So. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a point guard who can score 30. It's not, I mean, Dame Lillard does the same thing. Nobody gives him a hard time. <laughs> no. 
but he stayed in one place for t- 12 years and someone else it's like the was exact like, opposite are you, career are, are trajectory are you, are you on a are you on an end of the end of the run career like farewell i'm gonna hit every team like oh no i'm still in my prime like wait what <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right i think we're gonna Good i times. think we're getting i think we're gonna yeah. wrap it up here <laughs> yeah it's time to yeah. wrap it up this has been fun yeah. but uh <laughs> the, the listeners are like more and more and more i'm like sorry we just can't give you that great great content yeah. anymore <laughs> yeah we we will definitely have more for you guys next week when uh after the silly season officially gets kicked off and uh all the all the big Although I don't know if this uh, free agency period is going to be quite the overwhelming thing well, that it it won't be like is. last year. It won't be no. like last year, but there'll be some there'll be some names that are going to be kind of surprises, I think for sure. And um, you know, we got to see what other Packers are going to the, the New York Packers because there's probably a few still going over there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like so, there'll be some there'll be some news for sure to talk about. I think next week or whenever with the free agency. Oh, one thing I did want to mention. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, it looks like the NFL is going to make the Jets do hard knocks yes, this year. Yes, they are. <laughs> oh God, that's great. So we're going to see ayahuasca. A, yeah. a twenty-four time lapse of ayahuasca. Cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's... I heard that you. I heard that you cannot be part of Hard Knocks. I did not know this is a rule because someone that someone said on uh, on the Packers page today, like, why is the Packers not do Hard Knocks? And I found out like the stipulation is you have to miss the playoffs two yep. years in a row to be even considered to be on Hard Knocks. Yep, yeah, that was kind of interesting. Yep. Yes, ah. that's the whole point of the show. That's why it's called. Hard yeah, because you're like getting back to like the glory days, yeah. right? Like we gotta get back there. Mm-hmm. It's Hard Knocks. Okay. Yeah, I'm like that makes sense, but I was like, oh, I didn't know there was that stipulation. But thinking about every team that's been on that show has always been like the rock bottom of that <laughs> of the NFL most of the time. So. Yeah. Because the Browns, I think, were like the first three or four years because they're just like, man, this is entertainment. These guys don't even know where football is, and they're football players. And they still haven't made the playoffs. So. <laughs> yeah, see? So maybe it's just called the Brown- the Cleveland Browns NFL show now. <laughs> you, know, like, you guys just have your own show now every year. You guys have to do it until you make the playoffs, and then we'll let you Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh God! All right, I think we're. Uh, I yeah, think we're, we're gonna wrap we're up though. now. Yeah. So, uh, what are we watching for this week, guys? Real quick. I just have been finding out that uh, the Roku channel has live television, and they do like each major sport has its own channel, and it just does random sports stuff from old games to old highlights and stuff. And I just found that out. Recently, so, so I've just been doing that. I'm just going with you're whatever going... free television is telling me to do. Official <laughs> NFL free television. Jason, Jason has given up. You tell me. Four point guards. I, ah! <laughs> I don't even know what they play on there regularly. I just found out about it earlier. And they were playing the 2013 NFC Championship game between the Seahawks and the Niners. And it was awesome because I was like, man, these two teams were 
freaking amazing. It was really cool. I had forgotten how good those teams were. You know, Seattle's defense, and then they had like Russell Wilson and Marshawn Lynch. Legion of Boom. Yep. And then Niners, like Patrick Willis, that defense, plus uh, uh, Kaepernick, Frank Gore. They had Anquan Bolden on that team. Like, that was a solid, solid team, too. Ugh. Yeah. So that was just kind of cool, like in the dregs of summer when nothing in football is happening to be like, hey, this is just like, I'm just going through this free random live TV and there's, hey, you know, football game. Yeah, look at that. That's so cool. if you tune, if you go to the website and see an NFL blog from 20 years ago, you know why. Yep. <laughs> Jason, Jason's gonna start blogging old games. Yep. For us. Yeah, and then people are like, when did this happen? Like, oh, it happened like ten years ago. <laughs> on Sunday. Nope. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> it was a retrospective. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> ben, you got something we should be watching for this week? <sighs> um, I'm gonna be watching. Not out of the ordinary. I'm just—it's a divisional time though for the Brewers. They got some home games starting here uh, with the Cub. The Scrubs are coming to town, and then the Red Hot Reds are coming to town. So, okay, uh, starting at the end of the week. So I'll be paying attention to that because home games—you know—they get some home field advantage, and um, you got the Scrubs coming in. So that's always fun if we can beat up on them. Um, I mean, I don't know if you know this about me, but I've been to many Miller Park Cubs games back in the day, like 15 years ago, and eventually I just decided I'm never going to go to them anymore because <laughs> because those Cubs fans, when they come up north, they think that they own the place. Mm. And I'm just like, I do not want to go to jail for these idiots. So I love watching it from my domicile. So <laughs> I'll be doing that <laughs> again to be safe for me and the Cubs fans. What about you, Paulie? I have been to, uh, I have been, well, real quick, I've been to one, mm-hmm. uh, one Cubs Brewers, uh, Brewers home game, and that was, I think, the 2018 season, I want to say, when, uh, they were trying to chase the Cubs down for the division title. Yeah. And yeah, it was, we were in a Cubs section, and it was, not the most fun. I mean, a the Brewers lost, and the Cubs fans are assholes. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. say it, but they think their shit don't stink. But man, is it reek? Just fucking reeks. But yes, yeah, yeah. I've never seen so many people fight about the dumbest crap at the Brewers Cubs games, and I'm, you know, like I'm just, it's entertainment. But I'm just like, man, just just stay away, guys. Just stay away. So yeah, that's what I'm watching. Yeah. What about you, Paul? What are you watching? Uh, so I'm gonna be seeing what happens in the rubber match of this uh, this fun uh, Reds Orioles series. Two surprisingly uh, very good teams this year, both just in second place in their division. And then uh, the start of uh, the NBA free agency uh, Thursday night at midnight or Friday morning at midnight, whichever one you want to say. Uh, and see what happens there. And then we got uh, Wimbledon coming up in a couple weeks. So always keeping an eye on that. So, yeah. Perfect. Awesome. That's a lot of sports to watch. So let's yeah. just, uh, so let's make sure we watch some sports. 
and get ready to talk some sports for next time. Yeah. So have a good night, everybody. Make sure to go to walnutsportsnetwork.com. Check out the shop. We got more than just mugs now. There's like hoodies, T-shirts. It's all working properly, I assure you. <laughs> so make yeah, sure and, you and go check we're it not out. Gonna, and we're not going to pay for your stuff, so just go and buy your own. It's, it's perfect. It's working great. Yep. Absolutely <laughs> working 100% as intended. So make sure you check it out. And have a good night, everybody. Good night, guys. Take care, everybody.